because like so Joe Budden um, asked Joe Budden asked Spotify for like 2.5 million to stay on um, Spotify and they right and they they didn't go for it then I would it Charlemagne was like that's foolish bro you just don't know how to bargain things like he went on his platform uh, with the brilliant idiots and with the uh, Andrew Schultz, Schultz yeah. and was basically saying like that was an idiotic move. You're you're not a good bargainer. Something wrong with your bargaining skills if you couldn't get that, whatever, what have you. And Joe Budden went back on his like, basically like Negro, you're owned by somebody. How can you ever speak to me <laughs> about owning your own and you don't own anything? Hmm. I mean, he has a point. Like, but I mean, they giving Joe Rogan all kinds of money. Who he's paid all kinds of money. Yeah, but they like they underestimated what Joe Budden did for the Spotify space. You know what I'm saying? But basically, they have been beefing for a while before that. But they they had kind of made amends. They started doing the um the year end wrap ups on YouTube together and oh, stuff like that. Okay. But I think now that's over with again. I mean, okay. Well, yeah, I think you have to consider that Charlemagne has been uh negotiating his radio contracts for so long, especially now with the Breakfast Club being, you know, this staple. But the Breakfast Club is owned by our media. I understand, but that's where I was going next. Mm-hmm. Is that You're good at negotiating the terms of your contract exactly. under this company. Exactly. It's a different conversation when it comes to Joe Button. To negotiate your contract as a company. Yeah. That's a whole different ballgame. I want to see Joe Button and Charlemagne the God in the ring <laughs> the same way we saw Jake Paul and Nate right. Robinson. Oh <laughs> Apparently, uh, Jake Paul won. Oh, there, there was no shot. apparently. There was no apparently. We were hanging out at uh, Harold's and Marietta. We saw it. It it happened. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. 100%. Jake Paul is, he was definitely training. Nate Robinson was relying on his physical ability as a, as an athlete. Nate Robinson got knocked down with his butt in the air. That's, that's like, that's a whole nother. It's a whole other topic. That right was here. dangerous, man. Like <laughs> Jake Paul was actually first of all, he's got a a, a longer reach. Facts. Yes. I mean, I know Nate's overcome a lot, all that good stuff, but but Jake actually boxes. He boxes. Like, and and I think his brother actual, uh, uh, Logan doesn't Logan do MMA stuff like you. Uh, uh, I'm that's not, sure one of them does. He, it's either he him got or, in tr- since Logan got in trouble on YouTube, he's been getting beefy. Yeah, he. I think something. there's some there's some footage of him grappling with some real, right, real MMA people, and he wants to actually do it. I and think. they suspect they're on steroids, allegedly. I allegedly. mean, both of them are are very good athletes. They've, it's been described that they are like the most, or one of them was like the most unathletic athletic dudes ever, or something like that. And he just does a bunch of stuff. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, I want to see them two in the ring. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Agreed Podcast. 
I am Desi Reigns. I am Rick Wilkerson. And we are agreed. That was weird. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Teak, what? As you can see, we're in a new space. We are in a new space. An illustrious new record label has started since the last time we have uh, done our podcast. We had to get our uh, stuff in order. Not a record label, an dot entertainment the label. I just want to make that clear. Dot the and cross the T's and all the act, contracts and all that good stuff. If you dance. I've been recruited. If you sing, I've been recruited. You come on through. I play drums. If you play drums. Okay, cool. Come on through. You play a banjo. A new entertainment right here. Entity right That's here it, in the greater Decatur, Georgia. Um, speaking of, speak on, on it, bro. my way here for the very first time, I saw the tree on top of Stone Mountain. Is that a tree on top of Stone Mountain? Yeah, well, I it's, saw that. It's lights. Okay, it's lights on a pole, lights on a pole in yeah. the shape of a tree. Right, right, very, right. For the very first time, I've been in Atlanta. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. On boy. 285, traffic was slow enough that I, I just looked. So, yes, it is a greater place to be. But we here should hike Decatur. up Stone Mountain together. <sighs> I just He's got back it. in the you gym. Yeah, he is. He is most definitely with it. I just got back in the gym yesterday, like day one. How was it? Oh, man. Was it, it rough? It, it was. I feel so good. <laughs> did you miss that pump oh man it's sad but yeah most definitely i mean you know sometimes you you don't go for a little while and slack off or you just lose motivation yeah and just the motivation after the end of october it just none zero so back. it's good to be back like mentally not physically yet emotionally Starting to get there, man. Starting to make the push towards the end of the year. What'd you, know you do yesterday? Uh, so I did my A workout. I uh, started with running. Uh, just 10 minutes. Quick warm up. Do some planks. Get my body stretched. Then I'll hit squats. Bench press uh, with curls and shoulder presses in there with dumbbells. Um, chin ups. What else did I do? Farmers carry mm. hip thrust because I'll be doing farmers carry. Okay, so farmers carry is what you, what you do when you have the dumbbells by your side. Uh, you can either do down by your side, and what you want to have you want to have your your chest out, and and in that position, the same kind of posture you want to have whenever you're quote unquote standing up strong, and you want to carry uh, a quarter of your body weight in each hand. So I'm like 213 right now. So I did 50. Well, I did 60 pounds in each hand. I just carry for about 25 steps. Take a quick second and then carry it 25 more steps. You know, the farmers carry. You get that farmer's, uh, you know, strength that they yeah. get. And th there's also overhead farmers carry too. But that's even less weight. You probably want to do like 25s. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, son. You, we'll get you in there. At some exactly. Point. Don't worry. Don't worry. We will. Don't you worry, kid. We'll get you in. He's got. He's got a baby wig on. The that <laughs> hair. The hair looks so full. Nah, bro, that's all natural. He looks like baby Trump right now. <laughs> hey, relax. Redacted. 
redacted. <laughs> no, that's 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 the wig looks very Trump. That's fully grown. If I'm okay, that's fully, fully grown gr- Filipino, <laughs> fully grown Cherokee Indian, I love fully it. grown Afro American. I love it. Fully grown Bayesian here, right it. there. All that I that's that it. mixture. I love it. He's got the sewing. It's good. My it's boy, good. my boy's a mutt. <laughs> My boy what, and my girl. They so must. please, please explain to me these male sew-ins that are happening and why people are trying to suggest that I do that with my hair. Why? What? Who was suggested that? Because I told him I want I want to grow my hair back out again. I obviously had to cut it for that roll. Grow it back out again, two inches on top, and get it braided. But do the designs. And they're like, oh, well, you can. You don't have to wait until you grow it out. You can just do. It. I'm like, uh, no, 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 nah, bro, no, 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 no. Couldn't be me, Jack. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not a sew in. I don't. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. Bro, I, if you are my homeboy, you better not. Bro, my my barber. My my son is just ready going to be in. in the conversation. He's going in. He is the third member of Agreed. What's up? Give it up a deuce. <laughs> yeah, bro. I hear you. That's funny. But look, I just had to tell my I, had, I just had to tell my son the other day. We can't watch movies with him no more. Oh, he is the worst. The worst. Just, just the whole time. And the most important part where the when the, where all the music is out and people are just talking like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. That's my boy. Poor baby. But my boy, my barber, King J. Shout out King J. Shout out Mr. King J. Mr. Barber, sir. Yeah. Uh, I cut my own, but that's he, cool. All right, bro. Anyway, my barber. I'm just saying, I'm not cut I don't have somebody. Shout out. He used to cut somebody with the, the thing with the, the piece, the piece on the wig piece. So he cut the piece, or he like edged up <laughs> around edged up the real hair to match the piece. He said it was the weirdest thing he's ever done. King J, if I'm incriminating you, I'm sorry, my boy. Uh, but he didn't, he didn't tell anyway. what the client who the client was. He just you just said who the barber was. That that's actually a compliment to him. That's a compliment to him. Oh, <laughs> I don't think he has one. I think this is the only one he did. Well, <laughs> on that note, tell me what y'all were gonna tell me about Kevin Hart. The first ten minutes was not funny. The rest of that, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, I told you that second half is the really warm, good. The warm up wasn't good. Man. We were we were watching it with people and they were laughing from the beginning. I was like, no, nah, I'm not giving you that. Yeah. I, but once he got into it, I was like, yo, this is okay. okay. Oh yeah, that's exactly yes, that. that's exactly when it that. like. You just don't try to laugh. Just let it happen naturally. Right. Honestly, <laughs> because if when we you watch a comedy, yeah, a stand-up, we're used to like, okay, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna give him some laughs right, in the beginning. Right. Now nah, you just, just relax your face, and he will make you laugh. But honestly, laugh. if we didn't, if we weren't watching it with the people we were watching, oh yeah, it with, we would have, we would have cut it off. We would have cut, I would have cut it off. <laughs> no cap. I'm, I'm just, play, I'm, I'm just not gonna sit there and watch something that, I'm, that it takes that long to get into, but. The, I guess, the thing he put out in the stadium was way worse. Yes. The what? Well, the what? Worse. Which one in the stadium? The what? Um, 
Is that Unforgiven? I don't know. A lot of them run together for me. But Kevin Hart. Smooth Google. Clubhouse. Yeah. It's a new vibe. Yeah. And so it's like invitation only, Jesse said. Oh, Lord. But essentially, people are just going in on him like, bro, you know, it was wasn't that great, wasn't that funny, yada, 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 yada. And he kind of just did what he did with the Oscar thing. He kind of was just like, he entangled himself in the conversation. About him not being focused, you know, not being funny and just, you know, responding, just responding, you know what I mean? And I think, I think that just put more people off of Kevin Hart Mm. because he responded to it. It was like, you are not, not everybody on the planet is going to find you funny. He's very, he's very into himself right though too. Like he's very, like he, he seems, he's very boastful about. I mean, did you watch the uh, docu, the docu series about? No. Oh, you Man, that thing just shed a light on oh, just how into himself he is. Just okay. how so self-absorbed. Would, yeah, so it would be is. very shattering to see people, you know, taking a dump on your new special. I mean, to everybody's point, even this wasn't like, I don't think he'll ever get back to like, I'm a grown little man or seriously funny. I think he will. Laughing My Pain was I the beginning of the decline for me. Laughing My Pain was the peak, though. Isn't that where he did his bad? Like- that was his... Uh, I think so. But I think that was the beginning of the decline for me. Okay. Um, I think I saw I saw that in theaters in Pittsburgh with my boy Brady. Yeah. And I thought it was funny, but it was not like... It was not grown little man <laughs> or seriously funny. Yeah. Right. That doesn't matter. But it does when it no. comes. Well, listen, it does when it comes to him doing stand up. No, it doesn't. He's not Chris Rock. He's not Dave Chappelle, who, you know, both of them definitely have done TV and movie film work, but he had, like, Kevin Hart sort of taken it more in that direction. At this time, he has, but let's go back to comedians in history and talk about moguls and talk about people who were famous after they did stand-up. All of them, all the legends. <laughs> I'm not giving Kevin Hart a pass. I'm sorry. Nah, he went, He took it He took a little. No, no, he no. took it a little further than a Richard no, Pryor. No, 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 no. He took it a little further than an Eddie Murphy. He did not. He took it. He did not. There's no bigger than Eddie. So we can't. I'm not talking about movies when we think about kevin hart being a mogul we're talking about we're talking about heartbeat productions we're talking about the movies he's produced for other people that he wasn't even in we're talking about all of the uh business deals he's inking we're not we're not just talking about comedy and stand-up and movies is he took it to another level to where to i'm sorry but to where he has to he has to, um, for lack of a better term, pander to way more people than Eddie Murphy ever had to. And let's not forget, Eddie Murphy only did two two stand-ups. 
and then was out. He's he stepped away and did only movies. Eddie Murphy left before he had to start pandering. Before I get on my phone and go through Google and look up the information that I'm about to look up, you're telling me that Kevin Hart took it further than Eddie Murphy. Yes. Further than Jerry Seinfeld. Further than Steve Martin. Um, further than you're, you're talking about people who have music out as well. Like Eddie Murphy had music. Where, Steve Martin toured nationally yeah. musically. Yeah. We, it, it, it's not just Kevin Hart. I'm, I, I love Kevin Hart's drive and his, you know, I'm going to show I you all, we all were, this stuff. I thought that we, we were keeping do. it in, in no, no, black no, no. comedians. That's it, what I was It thinking. doesn't matter with, it, it, if you're a comedian on this level. Like you're, he's on the level of legends for sure. He's, he's global. Um, but, I mean, of course he's going to have – he's done more with uh, the black community as far as, like, the stuff that he's marketed, his productions and things like that. But Chris Rock started in actual movie movies before um, before he did. And then Eddie Murphy did as well. Movie, movie. Eddie Murphy was the star of movies in now, hot 80s, take. 90s. Just to, just to shake the table, Chris uh, Rock ain't that funny to me. That's just me. That's, that's just me. To you, in your opinion. Hot take. But – these people these people were successful comedians stand up and they didn't drop off according to whoever whoever now of course there's people who don't like chris rock as much or don't like eddie murphy as much no eddie murphy stopped doing stand-up after his last six big major stand-up he just stopped doing it he's a like it's a big no no, yes, he did. He stopped. He's done. Like he, it's a big thing that he's about that he, to come back he's to, about to come stand back. up. He stopped because stand up. he stopped cold turkey. He didn't do it. Yeah. I think after like coming to America reached his peak and he started doing all those other like buddy cop movies and all that stuff. He stopped doing stand up. Period. But think about how many people he put on with coming to America and with um, Boomerang. And with these and with uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Come on, man. Like, these are. No, I feel what you're saying. I think what we're, the conversation that needs to be had here is that Kevin Hart is in many different. He has his hands in many different. That's areas. cool. But listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Eddie Murphy. We're talking about mm-hmm. all these different people. Even with Steve Martin, he was not doing stand up while he was doing movies. They all were focused on one thing right right Kevin Hart has spread himself thin. Mm-hmm. So way too thin mm-hmm. and whose fault is that Kevin's fault I mean, exactly his fault for yeah sure but he can't expect that everyone like he set a standard with his stand-up mm-hmm. and if you're gonna keep doing stand-up people want that quality every time. I feel like I feel like after laughing my pain he should have just stopped and went on to movies just go ahead and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Stop the stand ups because I'm looking at his I'm looking at his uh stand upography, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a grown little man is what got me into Kevin Hart. Seriously funny is hilarious. Laughing my pain was not as hilarious as seriously funny to me. Then we went to Let Me Explain. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, what now wasn't good. Irresponsible is the one he did in the stadium. It wasn't good. Then we got zero F's given. It's just, it's not as good. But however, he did 
He did take some time off. No, he didn't. He did, he went back the same year. But that's he said. But that he had some time to actually work on some stuff for this one. Jack of all trades, a master of none. I get, I get what both of you are saying, but I listen to Joe Rogan religiously. He's a comedian. He has other comedians on all the time. It's the same thing as being, being a musician. If you stop doing stand-up, you stop being yourself. You stop being funny. If you're just doing movies, you're going to a movie set. You're sitting around. You're getting lines. I mean, you may ad lib some here or there, whatever, once you get on set. But being in front of people and doing stand up, you're constantly flexing that muscle and you're constantly having to sharpen yourself around other comics. And you're constantly backstage, you know, uh, shooting the breeze and, and, and yeah, quick one liners like you. It's a community. It's a whole thing. You're constantly out on the grind and you have to test out your jokes on people before you do your specials. Not saying that he did or didn't or whatnot, but I'm going to say Kevin Hart didn't do that. If Desi is not out singing live, if I'm not out playing drums live, sometimes when we get out on the very first or whatever, whatever it is, it's like it's it's a little rusty. I don't know if he's practiced or, or whatnot or if he's out shedding or if he's out in clubs trying out jokes or if he's in the scene where he's around other comics of that nature. That's what made New York so great. That's what made L.A. so great. Being around those killers all the time. Bless you. Bless you. My brother's uh, out here making an appearance. Mm-hmm. So he didn't like what people said about Well, it's all good. But I think I think um, I don't think he gave himself enough time in between stand-ups to actually workshop his routine. Because if you think about it, if he's putting out something every two years and with this with this last two, the last one he put out was last year, 2019. So in between that, in between that, from 2019 to this, he's done Jumanji. Mm-hmm. He's done other movies. He's producing other movies. He's producing content for his Heartbeat Productions. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast that he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's got other deals that he's trying to ink. He's always on social media. He's always on social media. Like, with all of that, that that leaves very little time for you to actually sit down and create a stand up, go out and workshop it, mm-hmm. get in these uh, mom and pop comedy clubs, mm-hmm. pop up, do your mm-hmm. thing, test out. Where well, people are not the gonna, material. they're not gonna laugh at your jokes just because Facts, you're whoever, you got a name. They're gonna, you got to go to you know Boston and Baltimore, exactly. and Philly. And you know, come to Atlanta. And See, that's go to what Miami that's the and, that's the difference I believe between a Kevin Hart and a Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is only doing stand up right now, and he ain't putting out stand ups out the wazoo. Like he's going around. He's at the Laugh Store. The, mm-hmm. I mean, the Laugh Factory. Um, he's at he's at different comedy places around the nation, just testing things out. To where he gets to a point where he can put another stand up out. And now we look at Dave Chappelle now, Buddy ain't even really telling jokes. He's telling stories now. Yeah. But it's yeah, not he's, even funny no more. He's like one of the and best. not like not in not in the sense like Dave Chappelle ain't funny. That's not what I'm saying. Like, like he's not 
interested in telling you a joke right now. He's doing serious he's just, stuff. He's just telling you where he is in life right now. Yeah. I mean, he's done his his movie stuff whenever he was in Hollywood, and then he took his break. Speaking of breaks, we're about to make one right now. We're about to go pay some bills, and we'll be right back. I don't know what that was, but we'll see you soon. But we were just talking about movies, and one thing that I love about going to the movies is seeing the ads beforehand. So this is a spot for ads. Mm-hmm. Sponsors. Mm-hmm. We still need them. Advertisements. Look at the space. Look at the lights. Advertisements. Huh? Come on. You see think these lights? About, think about your product Keep these being lights on. professionally displayed. Mm-hmm. Right here. Right here, baby. Or right here. Or have have two or professionals right talk about your product. Right here. Right here. How great it is and how wonderful saying. it works. I mean, I'm in the market for a new mattress. Papa need a new pair of shoes. Some stuff in my car. Rick needs new drum heads. Listen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. Sponsors. Sponsors. Hit us up. Call us. Welcome back to the Greek Podcast. It's your boy, Dez. I'm Rick. And here we are. <clears> here <throat> we are now. I have. Forget everything that's before now. Okay. Mm-hmm. 40 acres, we need more now. Mm-hmm. Hands in the air for the cause now. Shameless plug. Here we are by Desi Rain. I was Take about to say, to this man put his own music <laughs> in this bad boy. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it took me it took me a second i was like oh, okay this is very good this is that was good that was good that was very good i like that was good that was seamless shameless plug you can't plan that i think we have to wear black every episode now do we because this just looks pristine right now really black on the black black Yo, we look black on black on black. Black on black on black. This wasn't planned, by the way. Happenstance. It does happen. Huh? Shout out forever free. Shout out with eyes on high and hearts on fire. We are. That's the best song. That's the best song. Yo, that's the best song. Best opener ever. (laughs) That thing goes. It's so much fun. It goes hard. And it makes people not forget what the name is. Bro, it, it never gets old. Never like, that's the first song I heard from Forever Free. The the EP um, and right I before actually, I came to Florida. I honestly didn't even like the song. What? When I heard it on the first. that's the first thing I heard from Forever Free. When they sent me that, it was like, yeah, here's some of the music, blah, blah, blah. I talked to them. I was like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever. And it started going. I was like, oh, yeah, this is it, man. I was I like, like, yo, it. this is me. But when we first performed it, <laughs> lights off, dog. Like, All day, bro. That thing went dumb, I feel stupid. like I feel like it's like, like uh, what is it, Speed Racer or something like that? Like we're flying around on cars in like a futuristic Tokyo whenever we're singing that no, song. No, facts, bro. It feels like that. It's so much fun. Before uh, we move forward. Mm-hmm. Huge shout out, rest in peace, mm. to the man, the myth, mm. the legend, mm-hmm. Grant Godby, mm-hmm. and his wife, mm-hmm. Mary Drayton Godby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huge shout out, moment of silence for them. 
in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Miss y'all, man. For real. No cap. Forever free will never be the same. Never be the same. What a crazy world this is, man. I'm telling you. I'm glad that I have a, a family to lean on and a family to lean on. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. Man, what a crazy month it's been away from you all. Thank you all mm-hmm. for joining us again. We're sorry. It just life hits you. Yeah, man. And uh, you can't plan a lot of things, but you roll with the punches. With yeah. that being said, I have scoured the internet. Now, Scour. let me tell y'all something. I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. We research things to make sure we talk about the most wholesome content. We're not going to slander anybody. Um, the internet has some interesting things out there. Everybody is wrong. allowed to have their own opinion. And what we say on here is definitely not what goes. So please don't come at us if we pronounce something wrong or if our opinion just doesn't line up with yours. Oh, bro, come at us. You got the right ones today. With that come being at said. Us, huh? Who are you? Huh? Who do you think you are? <laughs> do you know what this is? Sometimes we'll get political. Take what? Sometimes we'll get crazy. Hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to KB Lecrae stance. Okay. I'm politically agnostic. Mm. I don't subscribe <laughs> yeah. to either okay. one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Two but on the, the same bird. On maybe the la- I, I, did, I ain't with the bird. Didn't we talk about political stuff on the last time, though? We did. We went there. We, did we, we post that? Did we post that? Did that we episode? post it? We haven't posted that episode. No, we can. I'm, I'm going back Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Do y'all want us to post an episode where we got a little political and things got real on this thing? Or do you want us to keep. Uh, entertaining you with the things that make us laugh. I forget about and make that. You laugh. We are posting it all. Uh, okay. Huh? All right. So I'm scared of you. I ain't scared. With you that, don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that being said, uh, I don't know where that <laughs> went, but it went there fast. With that being said, uh, I'm a married man. Desi is a married man. There's things that we believe that may not line up with certain communities, but I um. Hmm, how do I say this? You can do what you want with your own life. I don't have time to be worrying about what you wear and who you love. Let's just all treat each other equally. Where are you going? Harry Styles recently was on the Vogue magazine cover wearing a gown. Um, like I said. I'm a married man. He's a married man. It we do believe in loving someone of the opposite sex. But I'm not gonna hate on you if you love someone of the same sex or if you decide that, you know, fashion is gender neutral or you're gender neutral or you're whatever it is that you are. Um Candace Owens usually comes after certain people for certain things or whatnot. Um, And she's speaking on the behalf of heterosexual males by saying uh, pretty hateful and harmful things to different people who are out there who subscribe to different stuff. Uh, Harry Styles was wearing a gown, like I said, on Vogue. And Candace Owens came at him and said, bring back manly men was one of the things that she said in quotes like uh, very, you know, very outspoken and very forward about it. Like I said, you 
believe different things whatnot you love someone of the same sex or you want to dress how you want to dress that's cool i love you know my wife so that obviously that i mean i love someone of the opposite sex but i'm not going to come after you for um i mean because if we go back in 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 musical entertainment CeeLo wore a dress Dennis Rodman wore a dress and married himself. More recent young thug, young thug, like there. Uh, um, you know, I, I think don't. Andre three thousand has been seen wearing. I some don't. Pretty I don't think we should come at people clothing. and and put certain things into heterosexual males' mouths. We can speak for ourselves. <laughs> so a lot of people were coming at um, Candace Owens as they usually do. And even Harry Styles replied um, in a post, an Instagram post. He said, uh, bring back manly men, kind of throwing shade at her. And basically, she always takes the stance of. What was the picture, though? Uh, I think he was in some type of uh, interesting fashion thing as well. But um, it wasn't as forward as having a gown on it. This is the first time in Vogue's history that a male has been on the cover and he's got, it's a gown and he's also got a, like a tuxedo jacket on top of it, on top of it or something oh, like that. Okay. And so she goes in okay. on him. Well, she does. She does indeed. But my thing is, I mean, at what point is she going to take all of the fans that she has garnered and the army that she has started to gather and decide that she wants to get into politics and be the next like Omarosa and work for, you know, Donald Trump or something. She's pretty much just close. Yeah, oh yeah. She's so close. And I mean the little tit for tat she had with T I last year. Do you remember? Oh that? yeah, it was on um it was at Revolt's yeah. conference. It was like a yeah, T.I. Yeah, and Big Mike. Yeah. yeah, Killer Mike, Killer I'm Mike. sorry. Yeah. Wow, Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike, uh, Big Mike is that that one rapper, you know. You know, Big, uh, the, uh you know. Big Measy. I'm sorry, we're out of the big era. We're in the low era. That is true. Ain't nobody big no more. Ain't no, nobody no one's big. Or young can I, or Can baby. I be big? I want to be big. Big Rick, you low? are. BDR. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy Rick. Yep, that's it. Hey. Look, I told her the other day, it's that's finally, God repurposing. It's finally real. <laughs> that name for you, dog. Not repurposing. That's what it was, folks. Big Daddy Rick. That's why we've always been hearing hey, it. Yo, BDR. off the pod, it's a whole nother meaning. But yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, yes. I think it's a very, because I mean, there's people who are very, you know, fashion forward and they they definitely controversial yeah yo and i feel what i feel what you're saying I'm, I'm shifting gears a little bit do it in the latest of gospel men who have been thrust out of the closet oh hmm and this one this one kind of hurts my heart i'm not gonna lie Cause I look up to, to this dude vocally in so many, many, many ways. And that it's not to say I'm going to stop looking up to him vocally because his vocals I was about to say, are just bananas. I was about to say his vocals are just bananas. Mm-hmm. And the, the way in which him and his family were thrust into the gospel spotlight mm-hmm. 
anyone would crack under that pressure. Of course. You know, but it's been, it's been thrown. I'm saying crack because of the way it came out. Um, Daryl Walls Mm. has been outed by himself Mm. Mm -hmm. as a gay man. Mm. He did it to himself. He did it to himself. He went on live. Listen, 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 listen. Because anything you put on live, anything you put on Instagram, it lives in infamy. I don't know why people don't learn. Granted, he now I want to give him the benefit of a doubt because he went live on his close friend's account. Uh, You don't get the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Right. So apparently he thought that the people that he was going live with had his back. They already knew what was up. Like he's been living this secret life for a while. He's been living it for a while because uh, uh, last year there was uh, rumors of and video footage of an alleged sex tape with him and this dude that he was on the live with. But anyway, he went on live with Buddy. Okay. And was basically making out Mm -hmm. with this man on live. Is he married? They kissed like, they kissed, it was like, Okay, he's not. it was like five passionate pecs back to back. Well, that's not really making out. And also, Kind of. We knew, we knew you just, you, yeah, we were just waiting on you to say something. Exactly. Waiting on you to say something. And something kind of like this Mm -hmm. happened where um, one person outed the other person to their family and the rest of us without that person's consent. And it was just, it was awful. It was awful? It was awful. A lot of us were just pissed. Yeah. Yeah. To be outed when you're not ready—that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And especially yeah. when you're on the platform that the Walls Group has, exactly. like he wasn't ready for that clearly. Um. But anyway, he went live making out with Buddy, and somebody on his close friends list—somebody who he thought had his back—screen mm. re- recorded, screen recorded it. Mm-hmm. And blasted it on every piece of social media. It went viral. There's a lot of people talking about this right now. Um, his life will never be the same. Unfortunately, his life will never be the same. His livelihood will never be the same. He will. He will. God can redeem anyone, but this gospel Christian industry is unforgiving, is. and he hmm. won't. Anything shy of a miracle, he won't have a career in gospel music industry anymore. I wonder why that is. It's the same thing. Like, I mean, you said you're going to veer off subject, but it's the same thing. Like, why is it that 
not only Candace Owens, but the gospel industry wants to deny that there are homosexual people singing in their record label. They don't they don't deny it. They don't deny it. They just want you to hide it. Oh, they want you to hide it and they want to make money off of you exactly. as a gospel. As long as they can make money off of you, they're okay. good. But they know their audience. And they will as long never as you can sing that. in the pulpit, you know, in the choir, and the pastor will just let it slide. Right. Oh yeah. I was little to before I was little because they're gospel classics, right? The Walls group is a younger face, right? They have the ability to sing their faces off, which grabs the old audience Mm -hmm. who's used to like Clark Sisters, Mm -hmm. um, Committed, you know, all of that. I mean, they sang, they listen to Donnie McClurkin and all these other people though, like. But then they're kind of like the bridge to the new age, if you will. But. The gospel industry does not progress as quickly as the other areas of the music industry. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that church wise, you know, when the girl got pregnant in church and was on the praise team, they said her kick her. Right. Yeah. Kick you off. Absolutely. So that's yeah. just what is about to happen, unfortunately, to him. Mm. And I just feel like the church just hasn't found a way to deal with people who choose that lifestyle there's no like there's no in between there's no grace for them no Uh, because you have to you have to put on a face to sell jesus you have to perform perfection in order to sell the name of jesus in your music in this in this christian industry if you do anything that puts a chink in your armor that destroys your warrior for Christ, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like now on the other hand, there's this other new guy who, and the walls group have a lot of different, again, being thrust into the Christian market at that early of an age. It's not safe to grow up in that, you know, where there's no grace for gray area. You know what I mean? And for kids who don't even know themselves yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. There's no way that they can navigate those waters <laughs> um, and come out unscathed. But in another, in another, um, on the other hand of that, there's this other new guy named Kalante Gavin. I, and, I, I feel like I've, I've, heard, I've heard his stuff. And he He's went, up in the Northeast. I think so. And he went... He just did a um, testimonial on like a church stage about how he was touched inappropriately as a child by a man that led him into sexual sin mm-hmm. um, for a long time. And he, 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 he basically said he knew how to um, he knew how to do church, mm-hmm. but he didn't know how to do Jesus. You know, and that's and that's what we groom. That's what they groom. You know what I'm saying? Is hide your pain, hide your mishaps, Mm -hmm. show perfection, show the walk you should be in quotations walking. 
you know, and he basically just laid it out. Like, can I be honest? Like, I had a lot of people telling me, like, just keep that in. Um, don't let that out, because if you do, it's over for you. And he just let it out on his own accord. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, this is what I've struggled with. Mm. And this is what I'm trying to overcome. The difference, I believe, in these two men is that it don't look like Daryl is struggling with it. I think he's real comfy in where he is. To go on live with anybody doing anything, that's an, that's just, that's yeah, yes. comfort. That's that's comfort. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're pretty comfortable. Like, sure. that's, they were booed up. Like that was like it looked like that's his that's his man. I have not uh, seen years. it. I have not seen it. I do not know what it looks like. I do not want to see it, bro. I'm telling you, I don't okay. need to. They were booed up. Not to say that. Not to say that. You know, if that's what you choose to do, that's what you choose to do. But I mean, what he does in his own private time is what he's doing. Not private anymore. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 Bad. It's it's hard to come out of a place where you feel suppressed, and then all of a sudden you've overcome that, you've come through it, and now you feel this freedom. And then in your freedom, you are outed, or you are you know condemned, or whatever this is about to be for him. Then you just you're back sort of where you were before. Yeah. Yeah. This was is right or wrong. I'm saying he looked no, no. really happy. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. He, he looked yeah. real happy, like he was living it's in right. his freedom. Right, and that's what I hate about it too, because you know he felt like he had a safe space. He, yes. Yeah. And that's what sucks is that he thought he had a safe space right. with his um with now. I'm not one when I'm feeling safe and happy to throw it on the live. I'm just going to be with who I'm at, like where I'm at, with who I am with, because I trust those people. And we're going to have a fun time, whatever we're doing, you know, zip line, whatever it is, right? (laughs) Zip line. Well, yes, that's. I just think it was unfair on one hand, because he really did seem genuinely happy. For him to be experiencing that in his life, and for some, they would say in the wrong area, but happiness to me is just, it's a overarching principle. So I just think, I, I just think it was just bad. It was just bad. I think it's just a lesson in like, like, one, can't trust a, nobody. It, it be your own people. It be your own people. Can't trust nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like there are certain people in your close friends group that don't want to see you succeed. You know what I'm saying? They are not root or they want you. They want you to succeed so long as you're not surpassing them. Mm. And at any point they feel like they have the upper hand on you. They'll take that. I guess so. That's what people are demonstrating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like prayers up to them. Yeah, um, for sure. Because that's going to be a storm. I mean, the Walls Group is is no stranger to storms at this point. Like, they've all been in their share their fair share of scandal at this point. But they're just growing up. Can we say scandal? Because it's we get to 
Yeah, right. it's, it's, it's the normal it's, that everybody else they're goes They're just through. growing up. Everybody's family be going through stuff, bro. Like, And the fact that we put these people on in, in the spotlight and we you know stand outside of their houses with cameras and stalk them down and and report their entire lives it seems like they can't you know if someone has a mental breakdown they make a big deal about it it's just like no this is the pressure of of what they have to deal with it just sucks that they have to grow up with that amount of scrutiny it's the worst you know what i mean like they didn't get a chance to just be kids yeah you know it's like hollywood actors Facts. Like growing up in, in the fame. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only person I see yeah. that that navigated the the gospel waters, the Christian waters, okay as a child is Jaqueline Carr at this point. As far as we know. As far as we know. But right now, and this is not to say she's going off the rails. She just got a, uh, the, the gospel community is talking about she has a boyfriend that um is a football player has a lot of tattoos and that's like a ooh you're uh you're dating outside the godly man form like mm. relax like you got to let these people live their lives you know what mm. i'm saying got to let them live their lives you got to let them make their decisions and love them through that like it's hard it's hard to be these ain't your kids people yeah it's hard to be it's hard to be a christian artist at this point yeah. i think it's hard to be an artist, but yeah. it's definitely hard to be a Christian artist at this point. That's true. I feel like all the Christian artists just need a break. And they do. while we talk about breaks, we all do. We're about to take one. All uh, of us. Everybody needs uh, a break. Listen, give me a break. Give me a break. Bring me off a piece of that agreed podcast. See you in a minute. Yep. That, you, that seemed like an actual instrument that you just played. Thank you, man. I've been working on my finger drums for a while. Oh, your your finger drumming is very good. Thank you, man. It's very good. I appreciate that. This thing just went off, baby. The screen just went off. Does it's that nice. mean it's... Okay. Okay. We know we're good. We're awesome. Isn't that weird that if you can't see yourself, then you feel like it's a whole different vibe? Yeah, it is. It is a whole different vibe. Like you sure. act a certain way whenever you, you stand in front of a mirror or something like that. But if you were just standing, you wouldn't you wouldn't have that same confidence because you wouldn't know that you actually look the way that you look or that you're you know, trying to look. I honestly feel like we'd have more confidence if we had sponsors. Listen, <laughs> it's one of these things where we need you. OK, we do. Uh, we, we 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 would like to bring you more content more often. We want to bring you more content and friends and of the podcast. We need more content. Tell the sponsors that we would love to use their products as of now we are just sponsored by teakwood i'm trying to be as good as my wife is at garnering sponsors. i mean she just talks to all the companies she's great shout out tris she latrista they send her stuff she's famous oh, look at that. she's famous see that's why we need y'all on board at teakwood but you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pull your leg i know you'd 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 rather do your thing with people over you i get it i get it I get it. Cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the Greek podcast. It's welcome your to the It's Rick. Um, basically, right now during these hard economic times, I'm going to, yes, be working a lot at the old job, the job, and we're looking for a house. So, you know, got to prove to Uncle Sam that I can get a house. But once I get a house, I can go back to playing music. I just play music. Just make the same amount. I miss the road so much. Oh, the road. We actually have a Mm. podcast from the road. Oh, we do. uh, Featuring 
glorious foreman the third known <laughs> as glow and we have more podcasts coming from the road Evans. we'll be, we'll be in pretty much the same area um at Not the end Knoxville, of the month but gatlinburg yeah it's, it's all the same area try all right, cool we'll be in tennessee. that we'll be in gatlinburg at the east end of tennessee. the month we'll see y'all soon in east tennessee and we're gonna try to get a we're going to get a podcast with lecrae with lecrae we're, uh-huh. we're gonna try to do it he'll be there uh-huh. we just get just just come on pop on the podcast if this bro. doesn't happen come I come never through said dog it. yeah yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> we're like calling the shots now like yeah it's gonna happen yeah, we're gonna our happen. people <laughs> will call their people and their people will call and we'll we'll do the thing ecrele we need you baby yeah, yeah. come on through to the uh lead. what else do we have on the docket past. today for our meeting ah yes uh i found this interesting there is a number of former presidents that say that they would get the vaccine publicly in order to boost the confidence of people in the United States of America. The Food and Drug Administration will consider authorizing emergency use of two vaccines made by Pfizer and Moderna later this month. But current estimates project that no more than 20 million doses of each vaccine will be available by the end of this year. Each product also requires two doses, meaning shocks will be rationed in the early stages. So I read about people who have taken these um, vaccines, the trials, they've, they've done the trials, and people say that the first one makes you feel like you have COVID, right? And then the second one, you, they said that it, it feels... Um, a little bit more than unpleasant, I guess, so much so that they're afraid that people won't come back for the second shot. So that's their main concern. So what these presidents are trying to do is get people to be confident about taking this vaccine, even though that um, that side effect is going to happen to whatever degree the side effects are. I'm going to let y'all handle that. Yeah. Uh, y'all can take this vaccine. Do what you got to do. Y'all can uh, put the stuff in your system. Feel what you want to feel. I'm just here. That's for me in my house. <laughs> Watching American history. We're going to serve the Lord. Amen. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm doing. Listen, man. Look, that's all I'm time. doing. When, time. The same thing uh-huh. I had to do with this election. Like people are like, who are you? Uh, you uh, hey, man, I'm just over here watching y'all. This is interesting from a history standpoint. Look, I'm just watching the bird fly. But I'm Y'all not putting this the into bird my system. The way you want to fly. I'm I not. Think. I'm not putting an untested vaccine into my. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as soon as you ask them, like, bro, are you gonna? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just we like, have had people say that, doesn't it? I no, I, I don't have that confidence. No. Just yet. Now, bro, I ain't even to get no flu shot. Like this ain't. I'm I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. I don't I don't really do vaccines like that, man. Everything is for sale. I'm, I'm just saying. Lie to you. Everything is That's for all sale. I'm saying, man. I can't If it's can't if it it's the difference like once we come to like spring and it's, you know, you can't get out and go on tour without at least having a vaccine for other people that are going to be on the bus that we rent for you and we're not going to have to drive anymore and we're going to be playing some stadiums or something like that. Uh, it's going to be a little difficult to uh, deny, but I will think about it. I'll still say no, but it's going to be hard. You think about it, baby. I'm a, as for me in my house, it's going to be hard. I will serve the when Lord. it gets to the point to where they say 
you know, you have to vaccinate to come back to school for like kids. The same thing with the flu. They got to have this shot or whatever. Of course, it's going to be normal. But as far as as far as right now. Up until the next few years, I want to wait at least two years. At least when it starts becoming like a huge inconvenience where I can't go anywhere, like literally anywhere without the fear of COVID, then I'm like, okay, fine. That's now. Right. I mean, yeah, it's now, but. Bro, how many scares have you had, bro? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> you can't go nowhere. Oh yeah, now. you can't. This yeah, there's. I'm scared. Look at this. Okay, <laughs> that was very unfortunate timing. <laughs> I wear a mask and this, I man. wear. Bro, we have to wear a mask at my job now. And if you have to wear a mask at my job, bro, like in manufacturing where we're outdoors or most of the planet is outdoors, and you know they don't worry about it because the sunshine or whatever, you know it's a problem. Well, I'm talking about like years from now, two years from now, when it's just like, okay, I just, this is ridiculous. Everyone else can go on the road and go on tour and I I can't do anything because I'm fear bound by this thing. And all I got to do is get a a flu vaccine and a COVID vaccine and people have had it and they're not dying. No one's died. That makes the conspiracy theorist in me raise an eyebrow. If no one dies from it. Why is this so serious? If no one dies from it, I'm good. But as soon as people start dying, oh, no, I'm out, bro. I'm out. I will never put it in my body. If anyone, die, I, I, I don't care what the numbers are, how low they are, what percentage it is. One person, that's all. Listen, Pfizer and Moderna, we are not going to endorse you if one person dies. I don't want a single black person to put it in their system. Not, not a one. But if no one dies, I mean, what? Can we argue against it? I'm just saying it. Yes. It just turns into a normal vaccine then, like the flu vaccine. Which I haven't taken. Smallpox or measles, stuff like that, that you have to get like in first world countries that we have access to that people in third world countries don't have access to. And they die because they don't have an antibiotic or a measles shot or this or that stuff that they die from. You, but you see what I'm saying, though, like at some point it's going to be like. OK, you got to take this because I mean, I will sit back and see okay. which way the wind will blow. <laughs> is that, was that is that Pocahontas? That is Hamilton. We're back here again. <laughs> we're back again. <laughs> oh, my God. We're back again. <laughs> You know he only watched a third of it once. I you know? I imagined <laughs> I imagined Pocahontas's hair flowing in the yeah, wind and, and yeah, her he her singing to Fred. Uh, do you do you hear your son? John, you what's your son, his name, Mr. Fred? Wait, what's the guy's name? What's the what was the captain that Pocahontas fell in love with? Please. No, maybe John not. Smith. John Smith. That's his name. Nobody yeah, about really. That, that was such a good movie. We're talking about Aaron Burr. Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, this is sir? A, that depends. An American. Asking. Oh, sure. Sir, hero. I'm Alexander Hamilton. I'm at your service, sir. Pocahontas. She's an American hero. A true American. Not the new American stuff. Well, well, Shout Hamilton out to the is an immigrant American hero. Shout out to the natives. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited about number three. Can I read it? Let's it, hear it. It seems mm-hmm. Warner Bros. is due. Mm. to debut 
the entire 2021 film slate, including Dune. I don't know what that movie is. It's a, it's a remake of an old school movie. They're going back and remaking old Okay, movies. including but, Dune and Matrix 4. Which is going to be amazing. I'm hoping so. Yes. Both on HBO Max and in theaters. The shocking move to simultaneously release movies day and date underscores the crisis facing movie theaters and the rising importance of streaming services in the wake of a global health crisis that's decimated. 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 The film exhibition community. Mm, mm, mm. That's a big move. That's huge. Theaters are Are, out. They're out. They're done. They're done? Done, They're done. done. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I mean, we went to see Tenet in theaters. We went to see we went to see Tenet in theaters as well. But we There's, were the only one. We were we also were the only ones. Okay, the so so this is what it's going to turn into. It's going to turn into the way the music industry changed as far as streaming services have just completely changed the experience. There are still people who tour even now, like during COVID, they tour and they play live and. Uh, they sell CDs and they sell merch and they sell records and all that stuff. They're, those people will, will never go away. But the industry as a whole does not listen to records like they used to. That's very Does true. not listen to albums like they used Bro, to. Bro, I just had, li- I literally just had this conversation today. EPs, yes. albums are done. They're done. They're done. If you're not dropping singles as an artist, this is free game. If you're not dropping singles as an artist mm-hmm. and you're stuck on dropping EPs mm-hmm. and albums, mm-hmm. you are doing a lot of work for people to only listen to two or three songs. That's it. I'm not wasting my money anymore. You can't. Look, I have a like just to give you all a little rundown, a little sneak peek. I have a whole EP that's in the tuck right now mm-hmm. that we've had to re-strategize. We're still in the process of re-strategizing mm-hmm. and repurposing these songs to come out just as singles mm-hmm. and to put it out as an EP maybe at a later date. But we're about to put every one of these songs that's on this EP out as a single mm-hmm. first because you got to get on the playlist. The ghetto child, the ghetto. You just got to You got to get on the playlist. It's out and here, so man. You're on the new music Friday, you're on the whatever whatever whatever. And that's that's literally the game of what it is. So now movies have to be on streaming services. That's facts. Now I think I think um because we we saw this in the beginning of COVID. Uh Trolls World Tour premiered on streaming sites it was on amazon prime early access before it went into the theaters Mm -hmm. and i don't think i don't think it ever went to theaters actually i think it just came out on amazon prime trolls world tour and we bought the ticket and we we watched it we watched that thing what i did not watch who i think did it wrong mulan mulan we did not buy that ticket how much was it like thirty dollars and we're already paying for the streaming site. Like, I feel like Amazon had, had a one up because we're used to buying extras on Amazon Prime. Like, if you want HBO, so how much, Stars, how much and was like it that. to buy Trolls? Trolls is like $14. Yeah, it's so. like $15, $14. Asking us to pay 50% more than that. You know what I mean? What would you pay at a movie theater? Uh, at Movie Tavern for us, $14. And, and, 
for all of us, $21. That's what, they're, that's what they want. That's fine. Twenty one dollars is different than thirty. Yeah. I ain't going to Regal for that reason. And I no, think no, they they. Access is a is a subscription in itself, is it not? Is it? I don't know. To Smooth what? Google. Yeah. No, no, no. You see, y'all are thinking. Y'all are thinking like you know. We would be thinking. You're talking about Disney. Disney wants all your money. They don't want some of your money. They want all of your money. I, I believe that they have admitted that they made a mistake with that Mulan release. Oh, definitely. Because nobody bought it. Zero people buy it. Especially because they also said uh, for regular streaming coming December or whatever they said. It's just like, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. All my streaming money. Yeah. You know, like all my apps yeah. that I have. That's probably all the money. All of, yeah. Or budgeted for if you're one of those people. But I mean, it's it's still Disney. Disney cruises, Disney parks, Disney anything is going to be Disney Disney Plus Premier Access is a purchase option for Disney Plus subscribers, enabling members to pay an extra twenty nine ninety nine one time fee to gain early streaming access to a movie. To a movie, just one like one time, one movie. So every movie that comes out, you have to pay an extra thirty dollars. But once you do that, once you pay that extra thirty dollars, you can watch it as many times as you want. Ah, uh, okay, that's different because on on Amazon, it's just twenty four hours, like forty eight hours. So that is a different it twist that I didn't know. Not for every movie. It might. It'll. It'll be. It'll What's be, the difference between paying thirty dollars for that and paying thirty dollars in the movie theaters? The experience of the theater, like being at home, like mm. with my jank speakers, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, listening, like. Facts. Who is the clientele for Disney? The millennials and their children. Who are the people who usually? take their kids to Disney World and go on Disney cruises, people who usually got some, you know, some capital to throw around, and they usually got nicer homes, and they usually will pay this $30. I feel what you're saying, but even to them, they failed, because not many people watch Mulan. Well, there was was also that controversy of where, like, where they shot it or something like that, as far as the people who were being, um, the people who were being enslaved in a certain part, uh, of the world, I can't remember the entire Robert story. Um, or, or I'll have to this get the Google, baby. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I just don't feel like it right now. But yeah, the Heck. whole subject of an entire year—they wanted ahead and decided entire year of movies—is going to be streaming the same day as they're coming out. I know that. I mean, a, a lot of high level actors, they just didn't like the whole streaming thing at first. The um, Tom Hanks came out with a movie this year that ended up going to streaming that he directed or uh, that he was acting in. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was not happy about it. Um, there's a lot of, you know, people who want to preserve legacy media media like the theaters and and things like that you can do what you can to fight the change but either you can fight the change but that thing will swallow you whole so you think streaming is now here to stay bruh have you have we learned nothing from music streaming cds are an artifact now 
It's it's different though. I I don't think I don't think theaters will ever live theaters and also movie theaters. I don't think they'll ever go for like you said. You won't pay thirty dollars to sit in your house and watch to stream something. I don't know if that's the only option. But if I mean, no, you wouldn't. Even if it was the only option, someone is going to give you that media for free or for a cheaper price if you don't or, feel like paying it but or the if, price of surround sound speakers will go up i mean yeah but still there's no way to really replace like you said the experience of course the cd has gone uh albums not the same or whatever but there's nothing that's ever going to replace an experience of seeing x y's and z's live uh even now like people watch the virtual stream of whoever, whoever you have to, you have to get, they still have to perform. See, I think, I think to that point is why Broadway and musical theater and live plays will still have a leg to stand on. But of course, but they won't be able to pay them. That's just, that's literally, it's put on a screen. I watched Trolls from the comfort of my own house and was blown away. The only reason I didn't go for Mulan is because, man, we had just paid for the Disney Plus thing. I didn't feel like paying an extra 30 for one movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a smart move would be to make Premiere Access a monthly subscription and... For like $10 extra a month, you can get all the early access to the movies. That's not going to pay for the movies. If, if, if all the people that stream on Disney do that, yes, it will. Yeah. $10 a month. Netflix still owns a big share of the, the streaming community, just like Spotify is kind of like the, the giant and the music for world. sure. But if Disney started putting all of their movies, Mm -hmm. every piece of a production production company they own, Mm -hmm. if they put all those movies on Disney Plus exclusively first, they will not edge out Netflix. You'll never you'll never edge out Netflix. Netflix will always be as far as video streaming is concerned. Netflix is an OG. It'll always be that they're grandfathered in. But it will be between Netflix and Disney Plus. If you say so. I would not watch a remake just in general, having to pay an extra whatever, whatever. It just it doesn't excite me. Now, imagine this would have been a different story. I I wasn't even last Star Wars on Disney Plus exclusive. For 30 bucks. Now, that's a different story altogether. Mia. But still, I mean, even though, like, the, 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 the scale of how things are shot and everything, it's just, it's different when you view it on a big screen theater. It's just different. It's, yeah. it's different when you view it on an IMAX theater. There's some people who, yes, of course, they're going to, view it in the comfort of their own home but if you ask me to like be 
a, a citizen of the arts and preserve the arts by going to a theater or going to theater in general or by um, listening to an album. I mean, I still try to buy albums and, and different things like that. Like I just want I'm one of those people who want the experience of like actually viewing it how it was meant to be viewed. So that's why I really wasn't excited about Mulan coming out on streaming. I, even if I have to pay $30 in the theater, you know, for two tickets or whatever, me and my wife, I would rather do that to support the 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 directors and the actors and, and the people who were on set working so hard to make sure that this piece of art was uh, captured in the in a certain way and it's presented in the way that they actually wanted me to see it honestly i was i was tuned off of mulan when they told me they took mushu out that's when i that's when i was okay i'm I'm not with it so you you didn't want the like the real uh like live action series you wanted I mean, like that's cool and all you wanted it a little bit more comical. that's cool but you took out like eddie murphy made mulan Come on, man. The storyline was great. I mean, yeah. Everybody was great. The songs were off the chain. They took the songs out. How you not going to have Be a Man in there? Be a man. <laughs> Come on, cuz. It's not, it's not the same as Shrek, so it's not like it, I was heartbroken. How you not going to have the strength of a coursing river in there? Huh? I mean, it's just... My thing is, if you can do a live action line thing, I feel like you could have brought Mushu in, dog. Hey, man. Will Smith was a genie. Hey, the live uh, act. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The live action Aladdin was off the chain. I'm not saying that. I didn't say it was good or that bad. I haven't seen it. Chain. I'm just saying the pot, the things that they made happen. Live action. They made a live action genie. Facts. They Facts. made a live action Lion King. So we can. They make made a live. A action live they made a live action Jungle Book. Facts. And that wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad either. It was actually pretty scary. Yeah. I was scary. That was pretty good. Scarlett Johansson was a giant snake. I was really scared. I was. That was actually pretty interesting. I like that. But this Mulan thing, I I just think they missed the mark altogether. Really? The way they marketed it. Have you seen it? Has anyone seen it? No, I haven't. I just think they missed the mark. Well, how can you say they missed the mark if you... It just just didn't perform well. That's all I'm saying. It didn't perform well, and it didn't captivate me to want to see it. Like I, I was captivated to see Lion King. I was captivated to see Aladdin... Lion King live action was not good. I, I was, didn't. I was. I didn't want to see it. it I just. I wasn't interested. After a while, we went to the theater, and Ava is a big musical buff. Mm-hmm. She loves musicals. Halfway through, maybe not even halfway, maybe like forty minutes into it, less than that. She's like, "Mom, can I have popcorn? Give me <laughs> She's just not interested. <laughs> but it's but it's the Lion King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And that's how I knew I was like, okay, it's moving too slow. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, just certain things it just I don't think you should touch and I don't think you should make them live action. I am not going to be excited for a live action remake of a cartoon 20 years later. That's the serious version. That's not as um, 
how can I say that? Just uh, the fantasy isn't there. The the scale isn't there. There's certain things that you can do with the cartoon that you can't do That's with facts. the live action. So it takes away some of the awe, especially for kids and their imagination. They need to see things flying and, and, you know, sailing through the clouds and all this other stuff. When you don't have that stuff, it makes it seem like it's an adult movie. But when you do have that stuff, it makes it seem like it's Bollywood, like almost over the top, exaggerated, and you don't take it serious. So sometimes they just want to have a serious movie that's taken serious and people want to really act when they need to understand that it's like, bro, no. I honestly feel like the one thing that they got really wrong with The Lion King is they didn't recast Mufasa. Like, you have an entirely new cast of people and the the one person you keep is the most memorable voice from the from the original Lion King. There's no way you can recast James Earl Jones. What do you mean there's no way you can wait, hold on, wait. So did they wait, I'm sorry, hold on, wait, stop, stop. Right. I think I just disagree with I didn't even know what's going on. So I So they had James Earl Jones in this? They had James James Earl Jones is in it. But yeah, he's gotta be. Right, but if you're gonna bring back James Earl Jones, then bring back the dude that voiced Simba in the in the cartoon. Bring back the girl. No that, one cares that about voice. that. No one cares about. Now that. the guy that did um, Simba's voice is uh, what's his name? Baby? Donald Glover. No, in the cartoon. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick is first of all a Broderick legend. Facts, and I get what their point was. I get what their uh, yeah, point was. They I'm wanted sure. to recast it with a more colorful cast. And I feel that, but like, wait, my, Matthew Broderick, the white dude, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that ain't gonna happen. Twenty twenty, no, they weren't trying to do that. They were trying to have some. Yeah, that's fine. They were trying to have some flavor. Was this like, Lion King was gonna be a little bit more African? So says Queen for Beyonce. Sure. But like, you didn't even bring back Whoopi Goldberg to voice. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. The hyenas. Yeah, the hyenas one is funny. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I that's true. That. She probably sometimes they do decline a lot yeah, of the the legendary ones, especially if the bad game. Right. And then you then you cast people who don't sing well. Oh, like yeah, Childish Gambino up. does not sing well. Bro. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. He does not sing well. He's a he 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 has a niche. He has a a very niche voice. Like yeah. um, he's not a vocalist. Uh, what's that? Stay woke. That that. A Redbone, Redbone, that whole album, "Awaken My Love," was incredible. But that I think that's like remake of stuff. Nah, it was a, it was an original song. It was an original. It was an original album. Oh no, I think it's. I think some of that stuff is like sampled from certain stuff, right? Redbone was supposed is a rip of Bootsy Collins' "I'd Rather Be With You" for mm. sure. But it's an original song, and that's how they got around paying Bootsy for that. Mm. But I think Bootsy's people are going after that for sure. Mm. Um, anyway, we got to wrap it up. Um, it's time for us to leave the pod. Yep. We love y'all. Until next time, yes. I'm Desi Reigns. I'm Rick Wilkerson. And this is the Agreed, Agreed. Podcast. Love y'all. Mean it. <laughs> mm.